there. I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. Okay, I am here. It's IMAP's Device Packaging Conference uh, close of day two. It's the end of the exhibition hall, so it's going to be our last podcast of the week. We've been the official podcast here all week, um, and I am excited for this next conversation. I've been looking forward to it all week because it's the most fun one. I get to speak with two of my semi-sisters. So let me introduce you or let them introduce themselves. I have... Hi, I'm Beth Kesser. I'm IMAP's president. And I'm Erica Polk, and I am the president-elect. Okay, so let's explain what that means. So as uh, the president-elect, I did two years while Rich Rice was president. And in October, he, uh, we had a changing of the guard at the IMAP Symposium. I became president, and I'll be president until IMAP Symposium of 2023, when Erica becomes the president and I become the past president for two years. And as president-elect, you work alongside... Is that almost like the vice president, or is there a vice president, too? Well, we have vice presidents of technology, of marketing, and we have a secretary and a treasurer. So really, Erica's role is to take care of the directors and manage our directors. We have six directors on our executive council. And every director has a strategic objective. So they have different activities that they're working on to help uh, build IMAPs. Uh, There's somebody that's working for the foundation and planning for how we spend our monies to go award students and keep them involved in the society. Uh, We have somebody that's focusing on PDCs right now. We've got membership, and there's uh, everybody has a focus depending on what their interest is and also the need within IMAPs so that we can stay relevant and serving our community. Let's talk about, as the recent present new president, Beth, what is your vision for IMAPs? Yeah, so we have uh, uh, three major thrusts. In addition to what Erica talked about, you know, the director's strategic objectives, which they're continuing on from since when I was president-elect, we have three things that I'm working on as president. One is to create awareness in the U.S. government and defense about the importance of semiconductor packaging in the semiconductor industry. Mm -hmm. So as we talk more and more about onshoring, I think people shouldn't forget about packaging. You know, it's a big part of shipping our semiconductors to our customers. And so we, last year when I was president-elect, I created a U.S. government and defense committee, which is led by Jim Will of Skywater. Mm -hmm. And we've got a bunch of um, members, including Erica, who works at Northrop Grumman, but also members from Army and Navy Crane and, and things like that. So it's a really great group of people who are trying to figure out how to get the message out about packaging to the defense community. Secondly, I want to bring in more academics and students into this society because I started in IMAPS as a student in 1994, back then when it was Isham. So I really want um, students to be part of our organization because they're the future of our packaging community. They absolutely are. And we want to see more academics published in our journal and in our magazine. And the, if the professors come, I think they'll bring their students with them. Mm-hmm. So we started a university engagement committee led by professors Doug Hopkins and also Pat McCluskey, and they're both directors on the executive council. And then third and less exciting is I want to clean up our documentation. So when we became an organization as IMAPS over 25 years ago, um, our bylaws were created, our our policies and procedures, and you know we want to do what we say we're going to do. So if those documents don't align with our vision, 
let's let's revise them, let's mm-hmm. update them, let's make them more modern. And with Brian Sheeman as our new executive director, I think it's a good time to make those changes. Absolutely. And it's been really exciting for us to become um, more industry partners, official industry partners of IMAPS. And we are hoping to help support you with some of that and also ways to get out more of your content beyond just the society itself, which will hopefully draw more people into the society. Correct. Especially young people, because we have a very young following. So I would like to hear more from Erica on the topic. What, are, what is your vision? Right. So Beth has a lot of things lined up that I think are great. They're moving forward. Uh, we're, we're seeing the move, but I think we also want to watch those mature. So if we've got stuff that's moving in the right direction, I, I'm not going to go change course. I'm also going to be uh, listening to our membership, you know, talking to people, seeing what they, they want to do. So if there's another objective that we pull in there as we talk about it and see the need, you know, we'll address that as well. Um, I, I did want to comment, you know, Beth made the comment about, um, you know, appealing to students and making sure to get them involved and that they recognize the importance of IMAPs and being part of this community. I also joined in grad school uh, IMAPs and I met folks from Northrop Grumman, my employer, at my first IMAPS conference. And so that was a connection for me. And um, I I think that we need to make sure we're connecting with those students so they see the importance of that networking. Again, it's not just going and meeting people and getting a job. It's developing that relationship, Mm -hmm. um, multiple relationships, those resources so that you can carry them through uh, your whole career. Do you feel like that has dropped off since you guys, I mean, if you both came as part of student organization, and I've always been under the impression that there was a strong student involvement other than, I don't see a lot of student attendance yeah. lately. Maybe well, more at the IMAP Symposium I think has more. In, you know, historically, when I was a graduate student, we at University of Illinois, we would have a student booth at the big IMAP Symposium. So I went to, to 1994 mm-hmm. Isham Symposium in, in Boston and then 1996 in Minneapolis. And so that's something that's missing, like giving the students an opportunity to have a, their own poster booths of their right, graduate right, work yeah. um, so that they become familiar with our society. And I think the change was mostly because people do like IMAPs because it's an industry-focused. Yeah. But we, it doesn't mean, industry-focused doesn't mean we exclude students, right? right? We could be industry-focused and have um, suppliers and customers here meeting together, but also have the students involved as well. How does the IMAPs Foundation play into IMAPs? Yes, so we give awards to students. Uh, we've been giving paper awards at both uh, DPC and at the symposium. And we're really excited this year because the awards we've given in the past have been more at an individual level. You've written a paper of high quality, and we've decided to give you an award for it. Now, uh, this year, we are going to roll out a competition. So it's nice because it's more team-oriented, which is a lot more of what you see in the workplace. So uh, we're, we're going to uh, post about that uh, very soon. The details will be out there. Uh, we are very excited to, to get that university involvement and be encouraging folks to uh, be excited about what we're doing at the universities and what they have to offer us in terms of creativity and thinking uh, in the packaging community. So is this through IMAPS chapters at schools? Like, is that how you will get the information out? Or just are you opening this up to any engineering students? 
we're opening it up to any engineering students. It's going to be out there. Now, obviously, if they have either a chapter or they have a graduate, um, a, a professor yeah. that's willing to sponsor them, mentor them through that project, that's going to make things a lot easier. So, you know, there are certain universities that have been heavily involved in IMAPS, and um, we expect a lot of those universities will be participating because they, they already are involved. They see what there is to offer. But we're also going to reach out to universities that are uh, close in our communities. Obviously, we're going to be up in Boston, so it'd be great to go recruit folks from that area that it's not hard for them to travel to come see the excitement and learn about IMAPs at the symposium. So uh, we'll be recruiting in, in a lot of ways. And like I said, keep your eyes open because we're going to have that announcement coming out. Well, we'll be really happy to help you spread the word at 3D Insights. Thank you. So six months in, Beth. How are things going so far? I think things are going great. Our U.S. Government and Defense Committee was invited by the National Defense Industry Association to have a packaging-focused panel at an event last month. Mm -hmm. And Sue Truly, our past president, as well as other um, folks that Erica recruited, were on the panel at that event. So that was a great success. We had our Global Business Council, which was run today that focused on onshoring and defense. And we had a very robust number of speakers from all over the industry. And so that's one good thing that's happened at our executive council meeting on Sunday. We had four motions passed. And so when you pass a motion, it's getting approval from the executive council to do something new or different or allocate funding. And so, you know, some of that was around the student competition that we mentioned. Some of that was cleaning up our bylaws and also um, revamping our finance committee, which is our advisory committee for IMAP. So I think things are going really great. And I think our volunteers are putting a lot of work into the society mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. Erica, how do you feel this week's event has gone? As it's being torn down around us, everybody excuse us for the background noise. It has been fantastic to be back, to see everybody's faces. You know, I was here in 2020, and there was so much uncertainty. We, we were all happy to be here and be talking about stuff, but we were all also thinking about what was going to happen when we went home and, and were we going to travel again because there were people that couldn't make it well, in 2020. This was only going to be a few weeks, though. Remember? It was like, uh, this is going to be like a month. I know. We I know. And, and we're elbow bumping and we're... I actually went on a hike with Peter Rahm and, and um, Pascal Kuderk on the Thursday. And when we finished, every, we had two of us had run out of water and we needed, and Pascal had a bottle of water and we were like, to COVID and shared the bottle of water. Yeah, and, and now you would not think about doing anything like no, that. Well, but we, were, we weren't, yeah, nobody was taking it seriously, right? Exactly. Well, and, and here this year, you know, I think that people um, have acted with their, their level of comfort, but the thing is that, that everything has improved so much, right? And it's great to see everybody's faces and that there's all this excitement because we went into COVID and, oh my gosh, the semiconductor industry is booming and now you need packaging and we've got all these, you know, it's not that the challenges didn't always exist. But now they're staring, you know, the rest of the world in the face. We're, yeah. We've always cared about it, but right. now it's also important to the wider community. And so it's great to be here. We've had wonderful presentations. You know, I was super excited, of course, about the, the onshore and GBC. I think that was great. I've seen wonderful presentations. The attendance mm -hmm. is fantastic mm -hmm. to see this many people back. They're excited. Mm -hmm. The exhibitors have been fantastic. It's just it, it's been a, a wonderful conference so far, and I'm excited. There's still more tomorrow. That's right. And we still have a happy hour tonight. That's right. And so, Beth, 
how will you interest a little bit of a serious question because you've got some pretty ambitious goals that we've talked about, but the um, the regime change or the what do we call it? The changing of the guard. The changing of the guard happens every two years, and we know that Eric is the next person in place, so that might answer this question. But there's other people on the committee too, right. you know. So how do you ensure that what you would put in place in the next two years lives on with the next committee? Well, first of all, part of the reason why we have a secretary for organization is that all our meeting minutes are documented and all our motions are documented. So um, what we decided to do, we will continue to do based on the decisions that are documented and um, by our secretary. So I'm not too worried about that. The other thing is, is, you know, when you are the vice president of technology or marketing or a director, you have a two-year ter- two term. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, be elected again for another two years for a maximum of four years. So some of the directors will stay the same. Maybe the VP of marketing will stay the same. Maybe the secretary and treasurer will stay the same based on, you know, how many years of service they've had. So besides, you know, there may be a changing in the president, but there'll be continuity in other roles. And those folks will keep working on what they have been working on. Well, I really, really look forward to what's to come and being part of that with IMAPS. Um, and we're actually, actually, well, we're members of IMAPS, and IMAPS are members of 3D Insights now. So that's, uh, you know, we have a lot of synergies between our organizations. Francoise, to um, thank you for being such a big supporter of IMAPS. I'd like to give you a copy of my latest book, co-edited with Stefan Kronert, uh, called Embedded in Fan Out wafer and panel-level packaging for advanced application spaces focusing on high-performance compute and system and package. So we, you know, we have some... That's a mouthful. Some, some favorites from the last book, like Fraunhofer, DECA, Georgia Tech, they're back and they have another chapter, but we have some um, very important suppliers that weren't in our first book, like TSMC has two chapters and okay. ASC and ATNS and UCLA. So it's great to have some new contributors. So I'd love for you to read it and talk about it in your, um, in your amongst your membership. I and look forward to it. I, I reviewed the first one and I've been looking forward to seeing what the second one has to offer. Well, thank so. you very much. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today, ladies. Let's go have some wine. Thank you, friends, moms. Thank you. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.